0: Today's gospel comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil in their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly, I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The word of our Lord. There's a couple things about this passage that are probably a little jarring to modern readers. Uh, one of those is that the bridegroom in this passage is late uh, and shows up at midnight to his own wedding. And um, nobody sort of deals with that. They're just sort of like, oh, yeah, no, he got here at midnight. That's that's fine. Uh If you read a little bit about the history of it, there's some reasons for a bridegroom to be late. There could have been, you know, last-minute negotiations between the families, um, just various things going wrong when you're traveling in the first century, uh, but the authors don't really deal with it, and I don't think we need to, but I do think it's interesting to kind of look at and, um, just see what's going on here, um. One of the other things is that, uh, the bridesmaids get woken up at midnight and when they, five of them don't have oil, um, they tell them to just go out to the dealers and buy some and it's, it's not clear from the texts and from anything I've read, uh, whether anybody would have been open at midnight for midnight oil purchasing, uh. I just don't know. So uh I think those were that was just stuff that leapt out to me sort of as differences uh that would be kind of weird to modern audiences. Um <clears throat> there's a few ways to read this passage. Um and one of the easiest ways is to kind of look at uh you know, when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. Um and I think that reading it's not invalid, but I think it should make us a little uncomfortable, um, because it sort of implies that um the wise ones brought extra oil with them. And it was something that they did on their own uh that made them sort of better. And um I just think that make that should give us a little bit of pause to kind of think about and saying Is that really where wisdom is? Is that really the wisdom of the five was to, um, you know, bring something extra in case there was this sort of delay? Um, You can remedy that by sort of making the oil an allegory for faith or things like that. But I think that makes us work too hard to really uh, sort of conciliate this passage with – the rest of what Jesus has told us. Um, I think the way to really look at this uh, is to look at what the five foolish bridesmaids do um, that makes them miss out on uh, the return of the bridegroom. And the bridegroom, in almost every interpretation, uh, is Jesus and him coming back. And this is sort of, you know, uh, first century Christians already waiting for the return of Jesus. And um, what they really do is rather than staying with their failings, with you know what happened when they didn't bring extra lamp oil, instead of staying and waiting for the bridegroom and saying, look, I didn't bring any extra lamp oil, but I'm here to greet you. Uh, they ran out to buy extra lamp oil in the middle of the night to try to either cover it up or to try to maintain the appearance of them having done all the right things. And in trying to run out of the house and to find a way to make it look like they had done all the right things, uh, they missed out on the actual ceremony. They missed out on actually meeting the bridegroom and being there when he came back. And I think that that's an easier reading to conciliate with the rest of Jesus's teachings is that rather than working as hard as we can to make it appear like we're waiting for Jesus and doing all the right things, maybe what we should be doing is actually just waiting for Jesus with all of our failings, with all of the things that we fail to bring to the table. just waiting for him, and when he shows up, being honest about it and being comfortable with our failings. So uh, I think that that's the way that I would like to interpret this passage and the way that uh, I encourage you to read the passage again, sort of through that lens, um, through the lens of these bridesmaids trying to keep up appearances trying to make it look like they're doing the right things, um, when in fact they're, instead of focusing on the return of the bridegroom, they're focusing on keeping these lamps lit and sort of keeping up this appearance that they're in line with all of these uh, rituals. So I think that's my advice for the week.